Ernest, when he reached home, was in despair. What is the matter, Prince? asked the frog. What is the matter? My father has ordered that each of his daughters-in-law shall weave him a carpet, and the one whose carpet proves the most beautiful shall be first in rank. My brother's wives are most likely working at their looms already, but you, little frog, although you can give me back an arrow and talk like a human being, will not be able to weave a carpet as far as I can see. Don't be afraid, she said. Go to sleep, and before you wake the carpet shall be ready. So he lay down and went to sleep. But the little frog stood on her hind legs in the window and sang. Ye breezes that blow, ye winds that sigh, come hither on airy wing, and all of you straight to my dwelling high, and various treasures bring. Two fleeces I crave of the finest wool, and of the loveliest flowers a basket full. From the depths of the ocean bring sands of gold, and pearl drops of lustre manifold, so that I may fashion a carpet bright, adorned with fair flowerets and gems of light, and weave it in one short day and night, when my true love's hands must the treasure hold. There was a gentle murmur of the breezes, and from the sunbeams descended seven lovely maidens, who floated into the room, carrying baskets of various coloured wools, pearls and flowers. They curtsied deeply to the little frog, and in a few minutes they wove a wonderfully beautiful carpet. Then they curtsied again and flew away. Meanwhile, the wives of the other princes bought the most beautifully coloured wools and the best designs they could find, and worked hard at their looms all the next day. Then all the princes came before the king and spread out their carpets before him. The king looked at the first and the second, but when he came to the third he exclaimed, "'That's the carpet for me!' I give the first place to my youngest son's wife. But there must be another trial yet. And he ordered that each of his daughters-in-law should make him a cake next day, and the husband of the one whose cake proved the best should be his successor. The youngest prince came back to his frog wife. He looked very thoughtful and sighed deeply. What is the matter, prince? she asked. My father demands another proof of skill, and I am not so sure we shall succeed so well as before, for how can you bake a cake? Do not be afraid, she said. Lie down and sleep, and when you wake up, you will be in a happier frame of mind. The prince went to sleep, and the frog sprang up to the window and sang, Ye breezes that blow, ye winds that sigh, come hither on airy wing, and all of you straight to my dwelling high, these various gifts to bring. From the sunbeams bright, 
Bring me heat and light, and soft waters distill from the pure flowing rill. From the flowers of the field, the sweet odors they yield. From the wheat fields, obtain five full measures of grain, so that I may bake in the night time a cake for my true love's sake. The winds began to rise, and the seven beautiful maidens floated down into the room, carrying baskets with flour, water, sweetmeats, and all sorts of dainties. They curtsied to the little frog and got the cake ready in a few minutes. Curtsied again and flew away. The next day, the three princes brought their cakes to the king. They were all very good, but when he tasted the one made by his youngest son's wife, he exclaimed.